Hope you guys are all doing well it's been a really rough couple weeks i'm sure we are all on the same page but i do want to just say that last week um, i did not have an episode for you guys unfortunately but if you followed me on instagram i did explain why because uh, it was also the week of blackout tuesday and i usually post an episode every wednesday so i just felt like the tone of that week really wasn't about me a lot of the voices that needed to be heard were black voices and I wanted to amplify them, not me. So um, yeah, like I said, on my Instagram, I explained it. I'll just reiterate it pretty quickly. I basically said that I didn't want to post an episode because I wanted the focus to be on the black community and supporting them and raising awareness for them as well as um, using that time to educate, spread awareness, spread um, more information, useful information through my Instagram. And um, I also wanted to make sure that I was using that platform as a way to connect to you guys and show my solidarity and just give them a voice. Honestly, the entire time I wanted to make an emphasis on the conversation not being about me uh, or literally anyone other than the black community. And I think that by doing that, that was how I was showing my support. Um, not only did I do that, obviously, I think it's important to donate to organizations and you know, show your support that way if you can. But also there's uh, many other ways you can show your support. And I'll talk about that later in the episode. Um, I do want to say that I also took the time to create art, which I think I'm still going to do this week. Yeah, maybe the end of this week, I will sell some more art. Uh, what I've been doing lately is making art and selling it and then donating 100% of the proceeds to um, the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which actually I did originally, but they're no longer needing funds. So I basically am also giving the proceeds to Black Visions Collective, the Bail Project, and the Innocent Project. So those are the organizations that I am donating my proceeds to. And if you're interested in purchasing one, I am doing another one this week. I'm not sure when exactly. It This will be posted on Wednesday. So um, anytime after Wednesday, I'm sure I'll have it up and I will post it on my Instagram. And um, it's been really doing well. And I love that my friends are really showing out um, and buying my art, supporting not just me, but the black community. Um, during this time so it's really nice and it just feels right to me and it's just how I am able to express myself and be there for that community so if you're interested again um, I posted on my Instagram uh, it's at Marianne V Grace and I will say 
I'm not gassing myself up. This is the honest truth. They, they sell very quickly. <laughs> so um, maybe even put my notifications on because um, last time that I had it, a lot of people messaged me saying how much, how sad they were because they missed it. And the thing is, I don't post a lot at once. Like I don't want to just sell a bunch of art at once. I want to take my time with it because also I don't want to rush myself. I kind of want to let things flow naturally to me and that's how I do it. <laughs> that's how I do it. So if you want to get ahead of the game, maybe turn the notifications on and you won't miss it. And if you do miss it, I'm sorry, but there will be more. So don't worry. I'm not going to stop making it. Anyway, enough about me. Enough about me for now. <laughs> um, this episode is obviously, by the title, going to be about Black Lives Matter, the importance of protesting and showing our support. And I think that a good example um, would be to literally, like I said, I'm going to talk about ways you can support the Black community during this time, is through donating if you can there's a bunch of places that you can or i'm sorry organizations that you can donate to um i don't have a full list on me but like i said i personally donate to black visions collective the bail project and the innocent project but there are many others like um unicorn riot uh reclaim the block and campaign zero so there's um even more organizations than that I can't list them all, <laughs> but if you do your research, um, I may even leave a link in the description of this episode so that way you can have links to uh, places that you can donate and support. You can also educate yourself. So there's a plethora of educational books, movies, podcasts, um, so many ways you can educate yourself. There's articles even just doing the research, doing the work, watching the movies, watching or reading the books like you need to educate yourself. And that's number one in trying to support the black community and understanding where all of this stems from, because we don't want to live in ignorance. We have to make sure that we are fully aware of the brevity of everything because obviously this is coming all of this unrest is coming from a place of centuries of hurt and I'm like I feel like I'm putting it so lightly because I can't find the words to really call it what it was and is um, a disgusting display of inhumane treatment towards black people and if you were not ready for this episode, I will tell you that I'm trying so hard to not hold back because some part of me a little bit is saying you should hold back a little bit. You don't want to scare people off. But then another part of me is saying, if I scare people off, that's their problem, <laughs> not mine, because I just want to say what I want to say. And a lot of it is the truth, so I have nothing to feel bad for. So if I do offend you, hey, this episode or this podcast is not for you. And I'm not going to shy away from the truth. Um, like I said, educate yourself. That's number one. Um, I see so much, like surprisingly so much 
ignorant comments on the Black Lives Matter movement, on the the George Floyd case, on so many other cases of these Black lives that were unjustfully taken from us in the world, everywhere. And only the ones that have been recorded seem to have the the everyone talking but imagine all of the lives that we don't personally know about all of the lives that we haven't seen the only reason we know so much more now is because of our phones without our phones a lot of these a lot of these issues were never in our peripheral vision and now that we have to face it we have to stand right in front of it look at it in the eye and face it and of all times, I feel like this is such an important time for this to happen. Everyone is glued to their phones. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We are vulnerable right now. We are so vulnerable. And for something like this to happen, it only makes sense why everyone is fucking pissed off. I'm pissed off <laughs> beyond words. Um, I can only imagine what the black community is feeling now and has always felt. Um, it's not new to them. It's new to us who are not black, who are not dealing with this every single waking hour of, of our lives, you know? So we have to put an emphasis on that. We have to make sure that we are aware. We are opening our eyes. We are awake to all of this. Um, and if you're not, you are sleepwalking is all I have to say. If there's anything that I want to take away from this all is truly educate yourself and not just yourself, but your family, your friends, and really truly understand the roots of this problem of systemic racism and how it has festered over centuries and become what we see it as today. And it's disgusting, it's horrible, it's horrendous, and something that we should not subject subject people to, specifically Black people. Black rights are human rights, and I can't emphasize that enough. It's sad that we have to still have this discussion in 2020, and you would think that we've progressed past all of our ancestral um, wrongdoings of, in this country. And it's not. It's still prevalent. It's still here. And we have to work harder, more harder than ever. And to continue the fight, even if it's not trending, we still have to do the work. Because it's never going to go away unless we target it and get rid of it. And of course, that begins with educating yourself and others. It's important that we understand the history, we know everything behind it, and we understand the pain, the anguish, the anger. We need to understand why it's so, why, like we need to understand how important it is that we don't judge them for how they feel. This is something that has been happening for centuries. It only makes sense that they feel these hyper emotions. And even someone who has not experienced this in this capacity, I can still say that 
it exists. That racism exists. It's prevalent, needs to get rooted out, and it exists. It's really difficult talking about something like this. Even if I am a person of color, I'm an Asian American, and I'm sitting before here, my microphone, and I'm talking about black systemic racism. And I feel like I'm not the person to talk about it, but I'm also the person to talk about it because I don't, I don't think it's right that they have to constantly remind us that their rights are human rights. And it's not fair that they have to educate us constantly. We need to take it upon ourselves to do that. We cannot always expect it to be handed to us. We have to put in the work. We have to do everything that means necessary so that way all lives will eventually matter. I hate hearing the phrase all lives matter because it's like, how can all lives matter if black people, which is grouped in all of the lives, is suffering. They're, they don't matter right now because no one's paying attention and no one's doing anything about it. So how can all lives matter if one is suffering? That means it's not equal. Everyone is struggling and it's more prominent within the black community. So let's target that. And I feel like I am berating (laughs) and that's the thing like I really wanted to come on here to just speak my piece and just speak about what's on my mind in terms of what I've learned and what I'm continuing to learn about and how I can educate and help educate others give them some sort of place to start in the discussion it's a long long discussion to have but we need a starting point and I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to start a conversation and continue the conversation. I think it's more important than ever to keep it relevant with social media and the availability of social media we have no excuse. We need to keep this conversation going and I guess that also falls into in, in line with, um, I guess it falls in line with, you know, how I feel about protesting. I think protesting is one of the best things we can do as humans and citizens of this nation. I think the right to protest is a beautiful thing. Um, I was able to attend my first protest Uh, this past weekend, uh, literally the most amazing experience. Um, I protested um, in Westfield, New Jersey, and it was really nice. I went with my best friend, Emily. We made signs and we were just so pumped and ready. And I believe Governor Murphy made a little cameo, which was which was pretty nice. And uh, many other speakers were there sharing their stories. Um, It was also organized by students of the Westfield High School. So it was really nice seeing that such a young group of people were able to put together such an amazing 
protest. It was honestly amazing. And I would definitely, I would definitely say that my, it was also my first experience. So I've never been to a protest before. And I am so glad that it it was such a positive experience. It felt like everyone was united. Everyone was, you know, just there for the same reason, which was racial and social justice. And it was just so nice seeing everyone from like, it was a lot of white people. I will say a lot of white people, you know, and all other races too were there. So it was just so nice to see everyone come together and that type of unity that you get to see firsthand, it's something else. It's truly something else. People made some great signs. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Well, Emily's sign I really loved. I wanted to to put that on mine, but I kind of had like a really small <laughs> sign so I could only fit so much because everything was sold out in the stores. I was trying to find like a nice poster board and no, they were all sold out. So I got like this really tiny poster board that could probably fit like 10 letters. So um, her sign said... I wish America loved black people the way they love black culture. And it's 1000% true. And it was so funny because Emily was like, I'm ready to educate anybody who comes up to me and has something to say. And it's funny because it's true. Like a lot of the things that are trending on TikTok, on Instagram styles, like everything can eventually be rooted down back to black culture. You know, and as much as, you know, we don't want some of us, not going to say we all, but some of us don't want to admit it, it does. And when, when you learn to educate yourself on the history of it, like jazz, hip hop, even some pop music and pop artists get their inspiration from black artists in history. So when you, when you look at the spectrum and you look at the type of art black artists were singing and creating new type of um, music they started a lot of the trends that we see now they started a lot of the music genres that we see now that are that are so mainstream in american culture that we don't realize comes from black culture so when you do the history you do the work you can see where everything is rooted from and I just love her sign so much because it, it reaches so many different levels. I'm like barely scratching the surface of um, what she what she truly means by that. A lot, a lot of things can get rooted back to black culture. And yet here we are fighting for their rights. A country that has taken so much from them. We are now having to fight for their own rights as humans. It's crazy to think about. I feel like it's it shouldn't be controversial. And I feel like at the same time, I'm being controversial, even though what I'm simply talking about is human rights. How can that be controversial? It just baffles me, to be honest. I understand the climate of social media right now. It's just overloaded with information and constant um, updates and just constant everything that involves Black Lives Matter. And it's 
amazing to see that it's still ongoing and it should be and we should continuously support black businesses and black organizations and black creators and black artists and everything like that so let's not forget that but I do understand the overwhelming feeling of needing to know more and more every day I've kind of fell into this hole where I feel like I need to learn more and more every day and constantly um be wired into my social media so I don't miss anything. The thing I hate the most is feeling like I miss something, especially if I want to learn something new. I'm like, I need to know it. I need to know it. I need to know it. And it eventually will take a toll on your mental health. As much as we don't think it will, it definitely will. Our brains can only retain so much information at a time. So I really do urge that we pay attention to our mental health and we give ourselves the space and time to recover from an overload of information. And then we can get back into the fight. I think I posted this on my Instagram like a couple or a few days ago. I'm like, like, I was wondering why my brain felt so fried at the end of every day last week. And it was because I was constantly uh, retaining and trying to un- like, trying to hold on to information and new information every single hour, almost every single minute, just constantly on social media. So if you find yourself constantly on social media, I really do urge you to take the time to just, you know, check in with yourself, make sure you're not overworking your yourself because it's, there's, there's no rush to learning all of this. It's just, you need to take the time to really learn it, let it stick, and then you can go back into the fight. I feel like trying to cram everything within a few days is just a recipe for disaster mentally. So do take the time and don't forget to check in with yourself. I think I lost track of what I wanted to talk specifically about because honestly, this is one of those things where I could go on a tangent on one specific thing revolving Black Lives Matter because it's such a huge web. And as much as I want to talk about everything within this web, I cannot (laughs) fit it all in one episode. But specifically, before I went on this tangent, I wanted to talk about the protesting aspect and really living through it for the first time myself. I knew for a fact that this time around, I was awake. I was awake and it didn't matter. It didn't, nothing mattered. I just knew that I had to show up and I had to do my part and continue doing my part in every little way that I could because that is, that is what I woke up to. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing this whole time? I need to do more. I, I need to, I need to, yeah, just fucking do more, man. Like I get so upset thinking about, thinking about all the things that I've, I've seen and read and the innocent black lives that are constantly being tortured and killed and it just it saddens me and I'm gonna try so hard not to cry in this episode because I'll tell you guys 1000% that I've cried so many times this past week and weekend this entire movement 
it's like it weighs so heavy on my heart because I just have so much compassion for this community and the fight that they that they put themselves through every day to survive and the horrors just the absolute horrors it's unimaginable which is why it's like the least I can fucking do is protest for their rights the least I could do is protest for human rights I don't know how many more times I can emphasize that I I knew that I couldn't just sit around this time and I don't think that we should sit around this time and I'm I'm talking to everyone and I know that there are restrictions with you know sometimes we can't protest sometimes we're physically unable to and that's okay I understand that I'm not saying like that's no excuse like no I'm not that ruthless <laughs> you know I believe in tough love but like no that's not what I mean but there's a lot of people who I'm not going to call them out because I feel like they know exactly who they are. And if you feel like I'm talking to you, then maybe I am. (laughs) But I know a lot of people who posted a black square and no information, no nothing last Tuesday. And I just want to say you contributed to the bare minimum of this movement if you think that a black square is going to make any changes. And truthfully, nothing is going to happen with that black square. Truly nothing. As much as you like to think, oh my god, I'm like attacking people. Oh my god, this is not the vibe I was trying to go for today. But guess what? It's it's here. Okay, let's roll with it. Um, yeah, that is more self-fulfilling. And I will talk about th- what I'm trying to say, which is performative activism. And I only knew about this term because of Instagram. I saw it on Instagram and performative activism is action that's rooted in what other people say you should do. Action that's rooted in managing how other people see you or think about you. Action that's rooted in trying to be good or right. Action that's rooted in maintaining or preserving status, capital, belonging, image, and comfort. Performative activism is not wrong. It's ineffective. It's unsustainable. It's incongruent. It's only serving the same systems and cultures that you say you wish to dismantle. And this was from um, Andrea Renege on Instagram. And I saw it and... I was just like, damn, I immediately thought of those black squares. I was like, y'all really thought you did something. That's crazy. (laughs) Like you thought you solved racism with a black square. No. And that's the thing. It's not, has nothing to do with the movement and more to do with self-fulfillment and feeling like you're part of something that you put the bare minimum into. So I'm not trying to preach and say like, sit here and make it sound like I'm talking down to you. I'm literally just stating the facts that that is an act of performative activism. It is an act of um, social media trending, like, 
you know, following a trend. And instead of really fully diving into what is behind that meaning. And I think I read somewhere that like the Black Lives Matter movement had nothing to do with that black square. I could be wrong, but I did read that somewhere. I didn't save the post, but someone was explaining that it was kind of like a warped idea that turned into a social media trend. It wasn't, it had nothing to really do with, um, it really didn't have much to do with anything really. If especially you're not sharing useful information, it just seems like a true waste of space on the internet. So yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of people post a uh, black square and my my reaction to that after reading about performative activism is it has more to do with the person posting it and less to do with the movement because it's basically just you saying, hey, I'm part of this thing. I'm one of the good guys. And this is me showing you I'm one of the good guys in the most minimally, um, like in the most minimal way which is a very low effort. And I think we need to acknowledge that. Okay, you are saying you're an ally to the black community, but what are you actively doing that goes beyond this social media trend that you can actually say and sit there and say, this is what I do and this is what I continue to do and this is what I'm also educating others on because I don't want it to die out. It is a it is a problem. It is a issue that needs to be addressed and people need to know about it. So this is my role in it. Not that anyone has to justify it, but you have to go beyond that black square. That black square, like, is it doesn't mean anything if there's no weight behind it. It's empty. It's a void. So why, why subject yourself to this thing if you don't even know why you're doing it? You don't even know what it stands for, really. It doesn't mean that, oh, it means I'm not racist. Okay, a lot of people are not quote-unquote racist. But what are you doing as an ally if that's what you're saying you are by posting that? And I think a lot of people don't understand that when they did that. And I initially, I'm you know, I posted one because I thought, this is me showing my solidarity and I even put a caption talking about Black Lives Matter and organizations that we should, you know, look into. But then I read a post that explained that it's 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 a self-gratifying act of solidarity. It's not really helping anyone. It's just showing it's just it's, it's kind of just like showing I'm here. You know, like I'm one of those without actually having to do any work. And I was like, yeah, um, no, I, I, I'm not going to subject myself to that because I know that I'm way beyond that. Um, and I continue to work to be beyond that. Not talking shit. Honestly, you guys, like I, I'm not talking shit. This is shit that I've read. This I've looked into like we need to look past the superficial shit that we see on social media. We need to be bigger than that. And if I'm and if you're listening to this and you're you're probably on the same boat as me and you are, you know, you can connect to it. And if you don't, I urge you to really look into this and understand 
the importance behind this movement movement and go beyond what social media tells you you should do. And a good example that I posted on my Instagram as well was this girl, it was a video of this girl and she was at a protest. I guess it was an, you know, it was in LA and, and I think it was like trending. Like a lot of people watched this video and she's basically wearing like this long black flowy gown thing and she's taking a picture in front of a protest and she's truly like looking to make sure she's she looks good no one's behind her she's really posing for this picture and I had posted it on my story and I had captioned like I put some writing on there and I said this is a good example of performative activism and then I did more digging and I was like, okay, who is this person? Because I'm like, I'm not just going to comment on this without knowing the full brevity of it all. So I did some research and I looked into her account. Someone had tagged her actual account. And it turns out that the girl in the, in, that was taking, um, who was getting her picture taken is an influencer. And she posted an apology on her Instagram and I wish I had it, but she went private. So I don't, I can't get it now. But from what I remember, it was she said that she does stand in solidarity with the black community. She does feel bad about what happened to George Floyd and that she does not want to stand for all of the criticism she's getting for taking a picture at a protest. And that she's as an as a model slash influencer she was just trying to, you know, influence, I guess, by sharing a picture of herself at the rally or the protest. And I had some issues around the way she approached her apology, as well as the video, because everything kind of just sort of made sense altogether, which was that she is apologizing for being caught taking a picture but she's not sorry for having taken the picture and she's not sorry like she's not standing for the criticism but like they're criticizing more so the fact that you had to pose for um a photo at a protest only showing you and when I say that from what I remember she posted the picture of her at the protest and mind you as a media influencer slash model all of her posts had nothing to do with the black lives matter movement other than that one that she was called out for and she posted that picture following with a like an apology slideshow and it's like well you only posted that picture because you were using it as an excuse to to like address the situation you didn't go out of your way to post it before that video came out and even in the caption itself nothing was useful like there was no useful information it just feels like what are you influencing really if it's just a picture of you because again it's just like the black squares it's like it's just to show again a self gratifying photo of yourself at a protest because it looks like you're there you're you're an ally you're one of the good ones and when it comes to media influencing well how what 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 purpose does that serve as someone 
who looks up to you, well, what purpose does that serve other than while she was there? Like, okay, well, redirect us in a good direction where we can like further do something, some action about it. Looking at a picture of you at a protest, what action can I take from that other than, oh, she was there? I know maybe her logic is, okay, like I posted a picture, I was at a protest, maybe other people will go. But you were just like holding a, a whiteboard sign that said Black Lives Matter and you were posing for a picture that that only really, in, that's not going to motivate anyone really because you're not really, you're not really telling them to take any action. Even in the post, there was like no sense of action, no sense of urgency to actually go. She wasn't encouraging anyone to go. She was simply just defending herself for taking a picture. And it's like, don't use something so traumatic to an entire race of people as a photo op. I remember um, my friend Liz, <laughs> shout out to Liz. She sent me something on Instagram. I feel like I've been referencing Instagram so much today <laughs> because I feel like I've been getting a lot of my insights from um, Instagram. So let me just look for this real quick. So yeah, the post basically was from Maria Madialo um, on Instagram. I'm pretty sure I butchered that. But yeah, she said, please stop using our battles and struggles as a photo op for your Instagram aesthetic. We fight this fight every day and will continue long Long you get your likes and reposts, I guess they're saying as long as you get your likes and reposts, have some respect, please. Thank you. And then she goes on to say in the caption, don't just do it for the gram, actually advocate for black people in real life. A lot of you posting have said backward things before and even tried to silence black voices. Don't just do it so you don't get canceled. Actually be about it. Trust me, it's obvious who's really out there trying to make a difference and who just wants a photo op. And then she goes on to say, you should be ashamed of yourselves, which honestly you should. <laughs> like you really should be ashamed if you are taking this as an opportunity to just make sure you don't get canceled on the internet, which, you know, the internet, surprisingly, as crazy as it is, they really can tune out who's fake and who isn't sometimes <laughs> like in this situation it just seems so prevalent that it's one of those instances where it's like I'm an, a social media influencer of all people they don't want to get canceled so it's like let me show up do the minimum so that way I don't get canceled and people know I'm on I'm one of the good guys and it's like no you have to if you're going to claim yourself to be one of the good guys you have to do the work it's not easy work, but it's necessary work. And I, I, I will sit here and say, like, I'm, I can't stand when I see people do the bare minimum, especially in a situation like this where people are literally dying, dying for no reason. The least we can do is actually advocate. It's crazy to me that, that I have to literally talk about this and continue to talk about this for others to understand 
the ignorance runs so deep sometimes with some people, it's really hard to root it out. I feel like I was so off topic <laughs> and not off topic, but like I mainly wanted to talk about the importance of protesting and how I believe it is an act of love, which it truly, truly is. And it's what I felt when I was protesting the other day. I can see and feel the love. It's great. It's amazing. I am so proud of everyone who continuously shows up and and just shows their support at protests it's it's honest work and it's great i love it i definitely want to go to another one and just you know you just learn a lot too hearing people's stories and just being with that energy you know this energy with people who are willing to fight the fight it's inspiring I'll never stop advocating for it. And there's nothing that feels more like love than that is being understood, being heard, being seen. It's like all the recipes for love. So yeah, I do believe that protests are an act of love or is an act of love. Let me fix my grammar. But yeah, um, I definitely talked way too much about I kept going back and forth, you guys. You know, I'm not going to (laughs) apologize. Like, if you were to talk to me in real life, that's exactly how I would go about everything. I would just go back and forth. But everything ties together, so it's okay. (laughs) It's okay to jump from one thing to the next and then circle my way back. It's all the same. But yeah, I hope I didn't leave anything truly out that I wanted to talk about. Um... I, I don't know. Did I already say that it's, um, no, I didn't. Oh my God. Okay, guys, guys, don't forget to sign petitions. You have to sign petitions. I think we must not forget the importance of exercising our right to petition, exercising our right to vote. If you live in Jersey, I think July 7, I hope I'm not wrong. Okay. Yeah. July 7 is New Jersey's next primary congressional district election that's what it says here anyway so yeah don't forget to vote if you're in jersey if you're anywhere please find out when your state or country does voting it's very important that we exercise that right to vote who we want as officials and the people who are actually going to make those lawful changes in our system that have not been that has not been rooted out and filtered for so 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 long we need a new entire legislative system the people that are there currently a majority of them are not people who look like us they don't look like the people that are suffering we need more people who can represent those people firsthand Oh yeah, and also call and contact officials. Um, I know that there's a number going around for Breonna Taylor and her um, her killers are still out there. Those three officers are still walking and nothing has been done about them. Um, 
I'll try and find the number again and leave it in the description of this episode. All of that information, I will leave links because I really hope you guys can take away some things that are really helpful for you um, from this episode. So I will leave as many links as I can in the description of this episode. You can find everything you need over there. And also... Don't forget to follow um, organizations on Instagram. I have said like Black Visions Collective, The Innocence Project, The Bail Project, and so many more that um, don't forget to follow them. Your own personal work, obviously, like I said, educate yourself and crack down on your own internalized racism and privilege. I think a lot of us forget how much privilege we have in this country when we are not black. Like we don't understand how much privilege we have opposed to them and we need to exercise our privilege to benefit them, benefit the black community. Use that to our advantage for them. Um, And ultimately spread awareness. Uh, it's important that we continue the conversations, we continue the uncomfortable conversations because they're important. A lot of people I realize try to avoid this conversation because it's just too much and it's not something that they're used to, but it's important and we have to talk about it. There's, there's truly nothing more, um, better for your soul than growing as a human being and understanding and empathizing. I think it's so important to have those characteristics and to be able to look at this history and look at this, look at this injustice and say, I want to make a change and do it. And that is so so important. I can't stress that enough. We have to spread awareness. We have to keep the conversation going. As uncomfortable as this has made me, I realize that it's part of growing. It's a part of the growth process because I don't know it all. And of course, I feel like everything I say might be wrong, but I just know that there's something so wrong with not having equal rights. We are all humans and the color of our skin should have nothing to do with with what goes on internally. So I know that to be true and I know that to be right. So I'm, as much as I like get scared that I might say the wrong thing, I will most likely fuck up, but I'm still learning. I'm still pushing through and trying to understand everything as much as I can. And that's what I'm doing um, and continue to do. And I urge you guys all to do the same. It's, it's not, it's not a time to walk like we're sleepwalk. It's just not the time to feel like we don't know what's going on in the world. It's tough. And I know some people just truly can't handle the emotional weight of it all because it's a lot. I know it's a lot, but you have to push through. You have to push through that uncomfortableness because you can't ignore it. You can't live in ignorance. It's just, it's not fair. It's not right. And we as humans should look out for each other. I can't emphasize that enough, man. Like, 
we need to, we need to continue to love each other and spread love. And I know it's so cheesy to say that, but it's true beyond love. Obviously we need to get some fucking action done. We need things to change. And it really starts with, it really starts with us and us putting in the work. And it was so nice, again, like it was so nice to see these young, this younger generation, the Gen Zers, really take a hold of this and put their all into it. It was so nice seeing how many, how many um, students were actually part of that organization that put together that protest in Westfield. And if they're, if any of them are listening, which I highly doubt, but if any of them are, I will say you guys did a hell of a good job and you guys are going to continue inspiring people because they were honestly amazing. Their stories were, although sad, but incredible how much they fought through it and made that happen and made the protest happen. It was truly inspiring and um, I can't wait to attend more and see more and learn more and I hope you guys truly leave today or leave this episode at least (laughs) with something um, that you learned and the train is literally passing now, which means I got to hurry this up (laughs) because it won't stop. Oh God. Okay, guys, that's my cue to leave. Um, So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please, 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 please uh, don't forget to check out the description of this episode. Um, I will leave links in there for you for more information and please don't stop supporting um, these black organizations, these black businesses, these black um, everything. Just support the black community. I love you guys. Bye.